the mile rate thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning and welcome to the mile rate. I'm Dan Malecki and I'm joined by Rob Warbert to review the card at Melton last night. Uh, the race meeting was highlighted by the group three Elderberry Park, La Cucaracha, Trotters Free For All. We saw a great performance by Queen uh, Elida. Uh, Rob, good morning. Very good morning to you, Dan. Uh, terrific uh, program again last night. You were certainly very uh, challenged with some uh, very close finishes, some uh, going uh, to the way of punters, some maybe not, but there was certainly uh, some very exciting racing and, as you mentioned, uh, a terrific performance by Queen Elida, who's uh, a terrific uh, mare and she proved her class again last night. She'd had just a, a, a few weeks off uh, after the Great Southern Star Series, uh, but as much as $2 was bet about her, and freely enough, Rob, uh, but all the money came for her, and uh, there was good reason why. This is the way uh, Queen Elida took out the Group 3. Kiang Lavanas put under pressure. Queen Elida's put her nose in front. Electrojet running a big race, but Queen Elida going for home now. Got the better of uh, second Kiang Lavana, but it's Queen Elida. She's opening up. She's showing her class now. Raced away. Electrojet gets into second spot. Sleepy's not finishing it off, but it's all Queen Elida, and Queen Elida wins easily. Queen Elida first, second Electrojet, third will go Sleepy in front of Kiang Lavana. Majestic. Easy watch, wasn't it, for punters here, Rob, with Queen Elida? I, I do think Sleepy and Kiang Lavana un- underperformed uh, because they walked in the early part of the first half of the last mile was was 65. But uh, Queen Elida did what you would expect her to do and uh, she made light work of her opposition. Yeah, look, it was a terrific win. It was her first up run since uh, finishing uh, fourth in the uh, Great Southern Star. Uh, she had a little bit of a you know, freshen up, uh, trialled against the Pacers recently at uh, Kilmore, as we highlighted on our Saturday night preview show. And, you know, she uh, had a few things against her during that race. Uh, the tempo was really slow, as you mentioned. It was a 46-7 lead time, which was set by Kiang Lavana, 32-7 first quarter, 32-4, and then home in 28-3 and 28-5, and, and Chris Alford had to make a move, uh, and he did so at around a 900-metre mark or a 1,000-metre mark to sit without cover, and, you know, you, you sort of thought as the race was being un- unfolding that Keang Lavana should have a fairly strong kick left. However, Queen Elida moved alongside her, and Chris Alford ensured that he got it balanced up on the home turn, and he really pushed the button, and she just uh, raced away. Came away for a good win. She won by seven, just under seven and a half metres from Electrojet, who I thought was really good last night. Uh, he's a nice horse, Electrojet, and especially when he does it all right, he had a nice cart into the race, but he also finished it off, which was the most important part, and uh, certainly got a green tick from us last night. As you said, I think the two horses that looked to underperform, Sleeping King, Lavana King, Lavana let, let in the race. Sleepy was able to get a trail on its back, and neither of them really finished off that strongly at all. Uh, they got beat and 17, 18 metres respectively behind Queen Elida and then a gap again to Majestic Chip and O'Fortuna who was back to her naughty traits again last night. But uh, she's a five-year-old mare, Queen Elida. She's by Love You at a Queen Kenny, beautifully bred mare and she just continues on her winning way and, uh, you know, her stake earnings uh, well over the 350000 plus mark now and, um, yeah, she's got still a huge future ahead of her. In a couple of weeks' time, there's the third leg of the Karen Manning uh, Trotter's uh, Triple Crown Series for the Mayors. It's a $75,000 race. It's a good prize money race, Rob. It's the Elderberry Park, something about Maori Trotter's free for all. Uh, and there's also a bonus of uh, $10,000 uh, for the uh, 
uh, owner that accrues the highest number of points throughout the, the series, and there's $20,000 bonus uh, for that winning horse, uh, which obviously goes to the owners as well. And look, I don't know how much opposition there's going to be there because on what you saw of Kiang Lavana, she won't be competitive. Sleepy, uh, likewise. Um, Queen Elida seems to have all of that at her mercy. Yeah, and you would imagine too she's got more improvement fitness-wise because, as I said, she was freshened up since the Great Southern Star. It was only her first run back, you know, from what probably about five weeks or so, uh, and uh, you know she she should be trimming up a little bit more for this uh, for this last legs of the Sweet Series, and she clearly looks the uh, the the, the, male, the female trotter to beat anyway coming up. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, Rob, race number five was the IRT Australia Trotter. It was the first leg of the quaddy. There were two main chances in the market, and they were Shawnee and Lunch with Arthur. It's lunch with Arthur and Shawnee together. Tipsy Turby's about to come to the outside from Medina Sky. Turning though, lunch with Arthur with a kick here. Got away on Shawnee, led it two metres. Then Medina Sky, Tipsy Turby. It's lunch with Arthur in front with 100 left to go though. He's clear. He's holding his rivals, lunch with Arthur. And Arthur's too good. Arthur wins by three metres. Lunch with Arthur, the winner. Second place to Shawnee, who kicked on strongly uh, to hold second. Medina yeah, lunch Sky. with Arthur, too good. Oh, he, he always Always travel well, Zach Phillips uh, winning dry. We don't see a lot of Zach, but uh, he, he never looks rusty in the sulky, Rob. Uh, and he actually made it a pretty easy watch if you're on the winner. Yeah, look, as we both spoke about it uh, on our preview show on Friday, uh, the, the barrier draw was always going to favour lunch with Arthur over Shawnee. We were both in that same corner, and it was a case of uh, really the barrier draw winning the race at the finish. Uh, they were the two class trotters in the race, and as we spoke about, Robbie O'Connell, he's done a great job with lunch with Arthur. I mean, he's an eight-year-old. He certainly had some pretty bad traits throughout his career, but always shown, you know, enormous amount of ability, and, and it Real kudos to Robbie. Uh, they, they've really got this horse, uh, you know, racing with great zest. He returned a mile rate of 157.1. It was a 7.5 lead time. He was challenged, though, throughout the race. It was a 28.8 first quarter, 29.2, 30.3 and 29.3 home, mile rate of 157.1. And lunch with Arthur was able to hold off Shawnee, who was outstanding. Uh, Daryl Douglas, uh, I thought, drove the horse extremely well. He made it move three wide but probably had to work a little bit extra over time to get up into the breeze. Uh, as, as you mentioned, Zach, certainly he's such a talented driver. He sort of knew when to quicken up just to make sure that the, the favourite was doing extra work to get up into the breeze. And he kept running and those quarters sort of made that uh, favourite Shawnee just work a little bit extra. But he, he never gave up the chase and I thought his run was outstanding, Anton Galeno. And Daryl Douglas, I think, you know, we talk about two drivers, Zach Phillips and Daryl Douglas, who probably don't drive as much as what we've used to see him in the past, but neither of those two drivers have lost any of their skills whatsoever. Medina Sky was in a nice position behind the leader, uh, battled on well. Tipsy Turvey, I thought, was a good run. John Caldo really put Tipsy Turvey into the race. He was up in that leading battle for uh, the lead and then took took a trail, and, and she battled on really strongly, Tipsy Turvey, and then there was some pretty big gaps anywhere. Hugo, Covalley Hotspur just sort of uh, was back in the field. Don't Touch the Duco was up there early. Uh, Golden Sunset uh, was uh, back to its old bad traits, and Ebony's Avenger also was tried to push out of the gate and then just broke up. But all honest to lunch with Arthur, I'm sure Georgie, 
uh, Coram is absolutely having a ball at the moment and uh, she's the owner and she's bred the horse and I think uh, when this horse won its first uh, Metropolitan race recently, it was her first Metro winner, so uh, she can add another one to uh, to her uh, record of owners, uh, winning it at uh, headquarters and a great effort by lunch with Arthur. Rob, uh, the sixth event on the program, uh, pretty smart horse district attorney was resuming from a break, but uh, still in some quarters looked a little bit vulnerable with improvement to come. He started the dollar fifty-five favourite, but went under fighting in the sixth event. As District Attorney puts pass guarantee to the sword, Courageous Saint runs to a clear third, and then came Celestial Fragrance. Going to the front day before the turn is the favourite, and uh, that is District Attorney Courageous Saints after it. Celestial Fragrance runs on. 28-2 for the third quarter, and it's Courageous Saint looming up outside District Attorney, and Courageous Saint hit the lead, running on Celestial Fragrance. It's Courageous Saint from District Attorney. Courageous Saints in front. Courageous Saint will do it again. Courageous Saint wins it, second district attorney, and for third pass guarantee, has fought on really well. Then Celestial Fragrance and Ever. Back to back wins for Courageous Saint. He was able to get up last week at, at pretty good odds after returning uh, from a, a couple of years' uh, stint of racing in Queensland back to his original stable. And uh, uh, well, he showed it was no fluke, that's for sure, Rob. Uh, he's backed it up again, but at good odds also. Yeah, look, uh, Courageous Saint, Julie Douglas, Jack Law and Dan Malecki have done it again because you tipped this horse uh, on our preview show. Uh, well done, uh, $17, Dan. Uh, and uh, as you mentioned, uh, you, uh, you were giving it a huge push the week before and, and you backed up as well with uh, with your selection. So congratulations. And it was a great win. Um, you know, he was uh, got into a really good spot. It was a beautiful drive by Jack Law. We're accustomed to Jack driving uh, superbly and he was able to make all the right decisions to get this horse in a good spot. Uh, there was uh, some speed up front. It was a mile rate of 153.1 here where Pars Guarantee found the lead. The favourite district attorney I thought was terrific. It was first up since January and obviously uh, had a trial leading into it. But as we've spoken about before, uh, when you get into this class, you have to be really rock hard. And when you look at the mile rate of 153.1, it's not that easy winning first up, especially when you're exposed. And I thought the run of District Attorney was terrific. It was a 153-1 mile rate, seven seconds lead time, 27-6 the first quarter, 30.3 the second, 28-2 the third, 27-8 home. It was a head margin and a good win by Courageous Saint. District Attorney really...